Welcome to Fuji Love. This is the show that is all about the Fujifilm X-Series and GFX cameras, but more importantly, it's about the photographers who love to use them. I'm Mark Sadowski, and this show is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X-Series and GFX, whether it's news, interviews, and so much more, head on over to fujilove.com. Subscribe today. And now, on with the show. My guest this week is Fred Ago. He is a Houston-based wedding photographer, commercial photographer. He is an, a really great podcaster. And Fred, how's it going? You're also a Fujifilm ex-creator. Yeah, man. How are you doing today? Uh, just happy to be here. I'm gonna we'll see what this you know happens and everything, and chop it up and. Talk about photography. Right on, man. Uh, it's, it's the first of the year, and uh, th- how, how's your new year going so far? Uh, it's pretty good. I'm down here in Texas, so we had a lot of firecrackers. I don't know where you're at. Uh, what city are you in? I am north of Boston. Okay, so I'm pretty sure in the city that you know you guys don't have too many firecrackers, but I'm in the suburb of Houston, so I mean, for the past... They're still popping firecrackers, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> How's the weather been down there? You guys have had some pretty, uh, pretty crazy fluctuating weather. Yeah, the weather can't make its mind up. I mean, when it's good, it's good. And so, past couple of days, it's been pretty good. Somewhere around sixty. So down here, that's freezing. So everybody has their jackets on. Yeah, <laughs> I'd. Uh, but you guys had some pretty serious frost down there. Uh, it, with uh, the crazy temperatures that we've been having. Oh, yeah, that 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 winter storm. So the thing is, Houston's not set up for, you know, temperature, freezing temperatures at all. Yeah. Uh, anytime it gets around there, we just fall apart. Uh, one of my, I, I'm lucky to have a rental home and uh, the pipes actually froze at that place. Crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are. Doing well, yeah. I mean, Boston. You know, our our houses here are meant to keep the heat inside. Down in your neck of the woods, it's meant to keep the heat out. Um, yeah, with, with, with all the uh, normal heat that you normally have. So I, I feel for you. It's uh, uh, all all my uh, friends in Austin have been uh, feeling some of that too. They they had some uh, pipes burst. Oh, yeah. Two years ago, or was it two years ago or one year ago? I can't remember. I had a pipe bust in my uh, dining room table area, and then we didn't have power for 48 hours. So inside the house was 40-something degrees every day. Oh, damn. That's that's harsh, even for here. <laughs> yeah. It was but, all four of us bundled up in the bed every night. So Right on. I'm glad you're doing well, and I'm glad you have a... Uh, a, a great new year right now. Um, so you're, I, I got to say, break it down t- uh, to uh, some of the categories that you do. I, I mean, you're, you're really a, drac- a jack of all trades and, and you're really good at all of them. And me being a wedding photographer as well, uh, I, that's the first thing I gravitated towards 
and, and your wedding work is just amazing. The, the, the black and white photography that you do uh, is really captures like the touching moments, uh, all, all the, uh, all the emotion. It, it's beautiful. And your color photography is, I, I mean, equally as amazing. It, it, it's bright. It's, it's colorful and you're just showing this amazing time happening. And do you consider yourself uh, more of a, like a stage photographer, like uh, setting up your, your scenery for, for great portraits? Or do you feel that you're more of a, um, a candid photographer or, or like a, a balance between the two? Um, essentially with weddings, what I try to do is just put people in the best space possible for them to get the best results, you know? So I just watch them throughout the day and just get a feel for them. So at the beginning, we'll stage some stuff. And as the day goes along, you know, I just develop and curate to their personality. So, you know, if you have somebody who's a little bit more shyer, who doesn't want to pose and stage like that, so you you kind of just nudge them in certain areas and you, cause you know what's going to happen. You've developed that anticipation of, okay, if this person's in this area, this is kind of what happens. Um, for instance, um, I, I know every time and what's so crazy is I've been pulling away from, uh, weddings, but all this stuff I've been doing it for so long, uh, it's just there. So like yeah. for instance, I what I'll do is when uh, the mother puts the veil on the daughter, yep. I'll say, hey, hey, look each other in the eyes. And I know 99% of the time they're going to fall apart and have a moment. And those yeah. are the best moments. So like <laughs> I said, just doing what I've done, I know how to curate certain things. Yeah. Very cool. And and of course, as the wedding goes on, you're right. You get a better understanding of uh, how the couple interact. And after they've had a couple drinks, you, you could get. Oh, away. everybody's good there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> everybody's um, a star then. It is. So the other thing that I, I really enjoy seeing, and this is a challenge, I would say, for. Uh, a, a lot of uh, city uh, weddings where sometimes you don't have the the ideal background that that you you get. Like I, I often tease my my uh, friends in England. I'm like, you guys have everything that looks charming and and beautiful. Like you, even all your wrecked stuff has character and, and, <laughs> and so of course you're going to have great photography um uh, you're using some uh a, a, a lot of like uh backgrounds that look very ordinary but the way you have your uh your your people standing there either doing something uh, candid, uh, a, a conversation that you're capturing, or the way you have uh, your bride standing in, in uh, just like a ray of light. You're 
you're taking that background that would otherwise be very mundane and, and making it to something beautiful. It becomes part of the character of, uh, of the image. And I'm really impressed with your, uh, your, your way of doing that because that's something that I've uh, aspired to do. And it is, and seeing you just absolutely nailing it is really impressive. Yeah. I mean, in the last couple of years, I really took a dive into understanding light. I think uh, that's the difference between a good, great, and, you know, like a good photographer yeah. and a great photographer. A great photographer understands light, understands what's going on. Um, for a period in time, I stopped taking photos anytime. Oh, can you hear all that? Oh, I got kids That's okay. Here. Kids are okay. All right. So <laughs> I stopped taking pictures in the middle of the day because I didn't want to use process light or, or artificial light. And I was only shooting sessions at uh, sunrise and golden hour or sunset and golden hour. So to get a really good grasp of light. Um, now I can pretty much emulate what I need and what I want in any situation. Uh, most weddings I go in, I'm like, all right, where are all the windows? You know? Yeah. And then from there, I just say, let's find interesting patterns of light. So, cause you know, at certain times of day, you get that hard light coming through a window, you'll get a really interesting pattern on the wall. Um, and then with the, these new cameras, you can crank that ISO up. So you'll say, Hey, let's find a light fixture that looks, looks really interesting and uh, put the subject next to that. So I do a lot of that, but I also have learned uh, off-camera flash. So I'm, I, for the most part, I can get what I need. Nice. And you, you mentioned just a moment ago that you're kind of gravitating away from weddings. Um, where, where, where are you seeing uh, a lot of your work energy go to right now? Mostly portrait and uh, commercial work and editorial stuff like that. I love weddings. I still shoot them. So yeah, I I, I built up a, a website to where I'm uh, the number one Nigerian wedding. If you Google Nigerian wedding Houston, I'm like the number one or awesome. number two. So it's like, who am I to uh, – throw that away you know so i still shoot weddings it's just not my primary focus uh it's like it's a it's a tool i have in my back pocket uh i've noticed that shooting weddings have put me most situations there's not a situation that i can't handle and i yeah. love that about wedding photographer i'll tell anybody you know start off with wedding photography it'll teach you how to make something out of nothing um so yeah i've done that for years and so now when I do like commercial and editorial stuff, you know, clients will want certain things and it's just, it's a ease. It's easy. It's like, I can just pull, you know, pull that set of tricks out of my hat and get it done. What kind of commercial work are you doing? Um, like for so, example, I uh, did something for, so right now I have two uh, retail stores in Houston that I do all their, uh, online content and e-commerce type things. Um, and when they have small campaigns, I've done a bigger campaign out of Atlanta, but I could, I can't really talk about it. Um, but yeah, so stuff like that, uh, portrait, and I just do a lot of portrait work for individuals. Um, but I did just, I got a one, what's so funny is I have a wedding coming up, but it's through, through a production company 
because it's for a TV show. Yep. So, <laughs> so it's like they're like, uh, we need somebody who can do the two. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I understand production, man. Don't worry. I got, I got you guys. <laughs> I'm going to shoot the wedding, how it needs to be shot. The clients will get what they need. But I also understand that it's going to be like, okay, cut on set, you know, um, yeah. you, you need to get out the, you know, this, or we need some episodic photos from this or things like that. And I know they're going to want a really fast turnaround for everything. So I, I it's interesting to be in a situation where both skills are needed. That, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, a, 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 and you've uh, nailed them both. Um, that's amazing. Um, uh, with, uh, the, the, the portrait work, um, by the, for, for the audience at home, I'm looking at fredargo.com, uh, and you're able to go through your, your wedding photography, which also has your, some commercial and portrait work. Uh, and then there's a, a commercial side, uh, that, that you're able to follow. Uh, so I highly recommend everybody who's listening right now, check out the website and, and kind of follow along with uh, the, the, the photos there because it, it is amazing to, to see your work and your portraiture. I got to say it is like, like your wedding photography. It is amazing. You bring out so much character in the, in the pictures where it's like some of your traditional poses it, it, you you make the person look regal or uh or so uh, many people say that i don't what <laughs> the regal thing it makes me laugh when people say that I've i heard think that it's, i heard that several times i mean with portrait work it's you 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 either look really cool really regal uh for for like some of the gentlemen uh if they're comedians i guess the they they you, you bring out their expression uh, a, a lot, but I, I guess the way that everybody is dressed, everybody is dressed super amazing. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. it, it is like I, it makes me realize that man, I am not trying hard enough. <laughs> I know, right? I need to go go try some other else on and make sure to wash my clothes every day. And then you have this one gentleman with this. Amazing strip of light just running down his face like a scar, uh, but he he like a GQ model and and uh, if uh, to quote oh, yeah. movie tank obnoxiously good looking <laughs> yes obnoxiously good looking and he's smoldering the camera like there's no tomorrow <laughs> right yeah just so, just yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid that if I hit him. I would get hurt and it would just make him look better. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's no messing that up face up. <laughs> None. <laughs> and, um, but also you look like you're capturing some people in these, uh, just these uh, amazing moments in time where underneath uh, Captain Smolder, you have a gentleman that looks like he's, uh, laughing at a joke far, you know, that, that's being told to him from a distance and, and, you know, he's catching a conversation and I love that photo. That's probably my favorite one because it looks like it's, it's just a simple candid moment that you're capturing. Yep. Mr. Um, Adrian Peterson. It is. That's Adrian uh, Peterson. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Okay, if I uh. blow up the photo, then yes, I could see it up close. Um, yeah. the, the thumbnail was very small. Yeah, but Adrian Peterson. Yeah, smile. Yes, that, that beautiful smile. Holy crap. Yeah, um, but like, uh, it, it is... It is amazing. How how do you do your black and whites? I, I got to ask. Do you um are you uh like a a JPEG straight out of camera person? Like, are you using any of the film simulations, or is this your own Lightroom uh, work? Oh, so a little Lightroom cooking. So uh, I shoot, and I don't mind sharing. Uh, so when I shoot, let me see. I'm gonna go in here. Uh, let me go and then develop. So when I shoot, I start off with black and white. Hold on. Because there's one where it's a, just a tad bit more contrasty. That's sad that I don't know it off the top of my head. <laughs> That's all good. All right. So here we go. Boom. So I start off with black and white. I mean, Arcos. Acros. Acros. G filter. Acros. With the G filter. So I okay. feel that pushes the the makes the blacks deeper okay yeah and then i i push the tone curve just a little mess with the texture and the clarity and i usually uh leave my shadows alone but i blow out my highlights and things like that yeah get what i'm getting to get that pop oh so i try to get that pop and then you know just add grain as as needed Cool. But yeah, uh, Acros G filter is where I start because I feel I, I feel in the that's where you get the most pop. Yes, I can see it. So that's awesome. I don't know if you're on your computer, but yeah, if you if you mess around with it, you get the most. So that's my base. That's where I start, and then I go from there. And with, with your color uh, photos, do, is there uh, films? Can't tell you. Can't tell, you. Can't tell you, man. Oh, that's really? No, I'm kidding. Uh, so I've been <laughs> playing around. Of, of it. So I've been playing around. I usually start with uh, uh, Arti- is it A-S-T-I-A. I don't want to enunciate it incorrectly. Astia. There we go. I was going to say art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Astia. So I usually start there um, on darker and mid skin tones. Yeah. Uh, um, but I've really been liking this nostalgic. Uh, let's see, where is it at? Nostalgic negative. Neg. Oh yeah, that's so good. Yes. Oh that's my so god. Good. Yes. So good. And that's almost like ready right out the tank. You know it, and then, you know a little contrast and just play around. But I very, I, I rarely mess with variants. Vibr- I said variants, vibrance or saturation. I barely yeah. ever touch any of those because the camera's it's really pushing out stuff like. Really, really good color. So um, I gotta ask, what are you what are, what are you using? Are you using the mostly the GFX system or? Uh, so the all the stuff that you're seeing for the most part. So on the Fuji Fred website, um, most of that stuff or the commercial website, most of that stuff is going to be the GFX. Yeah, and then um, on my older website, it's going to be XT2, XT3, XT4. Right, yeah, but I I just figured out how to get the most color out of every situation. So when I start off with those those uh, sims, I was able to get the most color out of everything. Because I'm with you, man. The 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 nostalgic neg. It, I just fell in love with it on the GFX. I did one wedding where I did it all in 
nostalgic neg and it was so good. Yeah. I, I mean, people are going to start complaining that I talk about it so much. Uh, no, they, they, they did something right there when they did that, that they really is impressive. And then mm -hmm. when the XH system came along, um, I, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to test them and I used it during a family photo session and oh my god i i the only thing that i needed to do to the photos was just adjust the crop factor if i'm going to crop it in a little bit here a little bit there but the photos didn't need any editing it was just amazing straight out of camera yeah and, and um what's this guy no you agree but my biggest trick is my color temp i'm just yep. more on the warmer side I'm just if you look at all my work for the most part, I'm I'm on the warmer side of everything. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so that helps. Uh, and the cool thing is, it looks like uh, th that warmer side. <laughs> it looks just kind of like a a, a a kiss of sunlight. It doesn't look like it's happening in camera. I, I, it it looks completely natural. Yeah, no, nope. pushing it in the camera. I shoot in a. Uh, uh, Kelvin for the white balance for the most part, uh, and then nostalgic neg, and then I go from there. And then lately, I've been using the Fuji X Studio and uh, messing around with some film sims too. Nice. So I'm, just, I'm just constantly playing around with it. You know, I mean, this is kind of the thing I'm going to be doing for a good while of my life. Can't just. I don't want to fall into a uh, routine and say, okay, this is what I do. Yeah. It will get, in my opinion, it will get boring doing that. So what, what, what are you using for, uh, for gear at the moment? What are you using for gear for your weddings? What are you using for your commercial work? Um, so commercial work, I'm going to show up with the XT4 or the GFX 50 S2. Yep. Um, with the, um, XT system, I pretty much got every focal length, so that's why I'll go with that. But if it's like portraiture kind of work or editorial work, I shoot with the 80, and I also have the 50. So, I, you know, I can get a little wide, and I can, uh, for the most part, be pretty tight. Uh, I'm eyeing the 120, and I'm also eyeing the the zoom that they have, the 20 to 35 in the GFX world. Yeah. Um, just to give myself a little more range. Um, then I have the X two X the X H two S because I've been getting into. I mean, if you're gonna do this for a living, you're gonna do some video. You're yeah. just it's just what it is. So, in some capacity, even if it's not for clients, you're gonna do video for yourself. So I just said, all right, let me just spend the money on uh, the best you know video option that we have, and I and I really like it. I'm shooting a some uh, testimonials right now, and the, the the colors are just incredible coming out that camera. Nice. Oh, and then I also have an X Pro three. Uh, right now, I just have like a twenty three on there, and it's I have some film sims in there. I bought it used from someone, uh, so I just have it on there. And I just anytime I can get some walk around, I just shoot with that and treat it like film. <laughs> I mean, it's the way it's the way you to use it. It's it is an amazing camera. I I love the form factor, and I wish 
that uh, it give was, us the new battery in there. <laughs> yes, the new battery, and I would say the new battery and the new film simulations, and I would be a happy person. Oh yeah, I would shoot that way more than the XT4. I don't know. I, I've shot because recently I've added that into my wedding arsenal. Yep. And the ability to see what's really there, and I, I you know, it's EVFs are great, but something about an optical. Oh man. Oh yes. No. The I shot the whole handy during a lot of the darker moments, like it, when when you have no light, that the optical is just such a lifesaver yeah so because you know when you'd use the the evf and you do it in uh you turn off preview mode i there's not a lag but it's still not as fast as just shooting in optical yes i agree the the optical is just lightning fast yeah so that's why but yeah so wedding wise you're gonna at a wedding i'm gonna go expo three with a bunch of batteries <laughs> <laughs> and the XT4 with just that. Cause I have the battery grip on there. So I just have the XT4. I have not gotten my hands on the new 40 megapixel sensor. So I haven't shot with the XT5 or the HX2. So I don't know what it's like. Do you? Yeah, it's, it's a great camera. Uh, it's for me personally. Uh, I, I don't like the, the configuration that they have, the um, I, I I love the the dials l- like you have on the X Pro and the X XT series. So having that, uh, um, uh, what, what what do they call it? But it has that screen on the top. Uh, that, oh yeah, that uh, the, it's like an OLED or oh something. I'm not sure. Well, yeah. I know what you're talking about. But you you don't get all of like all of your your ISO and everything is handled internally. Uh, I, I would rather have it on the surface because I've trained myself already to just with a few flicks to 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 change my setting if I need it, and uh, I I can't live without that. that it, it's so so much more. You gotta use the command dials. Yeah. Recently, so I've set up all my command dials, and with that, and I've been learning. Hey, you don't got to go into the camera to do anything. You just need to change this dial. Yes. So today, um, so command one for video is six K, blah 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 blah. Right. So that's when I'm shooting interviews. Yeah. But when I'm shooting B roll, um. And mind you, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a videographer. I am taking on projects. I'm learning. I am not going to sit here and say I'm ready to shoot, you know, big commercials or anything like that. So, no. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving you my experience. Right um, so, C1, interview. C2, B-roll. C3, uh, slow-mo, like super slow-mo. C4, yep. photo. A certain type of photo, C five, a certain type of photo, C six, certain type of photo, and it, and then that's all I do. I don't mess with anything else. And this is on your XH two uh, S, right? Yes, I've, oh, I've set all of those up. If you're using the XH two S, then then the XH two is going to be no problem. 
Yeah, so I'm I've just haven't experienced the sensor because I'm wondering the dynamic range and I'm wondering if the 40 megapixels is really that big of a jump. It's I've, I've it's had friends big. saying I'm gonna put my GFX down. I I wouldn't go that far. It, it's <laughs> it's because optically you're gonna have a a, a difference in uh in in your photo like because it's a bigger sensor and, and your glass that you're using is you know remarkably different you're going to get the the structure of the photo is just going to be different especially if you're measuring the 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 bokeh uh like that 80 meter excuse me that 80 millimeter lens on the gfx system oh love it Crazy. And, and, Crazy. But but it makes it look like a fifty millimeter portrait with, with mm-hmm. the bokeh of say the the fifty six millimeter on the X series. So you 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 have that, or on the X series you could have you know you know a, a different variation. You could have a tighter image with the fifty six millimeter, and have a, a closer image with. That, that creamy bokeh it's so what you're going to end up in the end is, you know it's, the, the physics behind it is going to change but look different yeah yeah but quality wise oh god you can't beat it it's it's amazing and uh i i did not see any issues with like noise it, it performed awesome at a wedding and it was practically in the dark um What's the speed like? Speed is good. I would say if you're using the X-T4, it's a little bit better than that, but not as snappy as the, 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 it's, it's, it's probably like a couple rungs short of the, uh, X-H2S. So this, that's, so if you were to say in percentage, so X-T4 is a 50%. You would say the the forty megapixel sensor is probably what at like a seventy percent in comparison to speed. So let, let's put it this way: if you're if you're taking photos in in ideal conditions, you're going to see no difference in autofocus performance. They're all going to be kick ass. You're going to nail your shot, and and boom, your your photos look awesome. But in trickier light, what you're going to have is uh, sometimes the X-T4, you have to kind of put it into like that performance mode to to give it that boost, to to, to be able to keep up with the uh, stuff that's happening in in the dark. Mm -hmm. So like say Mm -hmm. you're in a dark reception and everyone's dancing and, and you... You know, you're relying on just whatever little ambient light that's coming from the DJ's booth or something to, to catch you, <laughs> get your autofocus while your off camera yeah. flashes are going to do the rest of the work to, to get that autofocus. Uh, your, I'd say the XH2S is, you can't beat it. it it's, it, it's going to look at it like it's, it's daytime. So you're 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 yeah. You're I'm, okay there. I'm shot in low light with it, and yeah, it's really good. 
and following it's, it's right behind it is the XH2. I think I it's it's not much of a struggle for for it. Um, I've noticed a couple times where it had trouble um, trying to grab focus, but not a not a whole lot. And then trailing that is the the XT4. Um, I haven't had a chance to try the XT5 yet. No, yeah, me either. Uh, it looks great. And I love the aspect of not having a battery grip. Yeah. I, uh, I've been drooling over that camera for a while now. I had it on reserve, but I, I've had expenses come up that uh, made me say, yeah, I'm going to wait a little bit longer. Just, I, just can't, I can't justify it. I have four cameras here I'm looking at <laughs> lately. It's like, come on now. And I don't want to sell my X-T4 because I feel like it's like, it's an anomaly because it's the only XT series with a uh, um, flippy screen. Side so yeah, the screen. yeah. So I'm just. Where are uh, you at that? Well, what, what do you prefer? The, the I XT4 don't like the flippy XT4? screen. Okay. Oh, the eight. Oh, I prefer. I prefer the. I've finally gotten comfortable enough with the H2S. Yeah. Um, I can see myself moving away from the T series. And strictly working with the uh, H series, um, but I need to shoot with the XT5 to finalize that because yeah. I'm really liking the ability to go from video to photo so fast and right into exactly what I want. You get not like because uh, I'll set all the settings. So if I'm going to shoot a in a, a low light area, once I get yeah. to C5 it's already set for it. You know, the ISO is going to go all the way to 6,400. Uh, I just moved the shutter in the back. Uh, it puts in the film sims that I already want, things like that. So I'm like, all right, cool. Then if I go to Z, Z, uh, C6, this is like daytime portraits, stuff like yep. that. So I just like that convenience to do such a thing. Uh, so I don't see myself... But I, I'm going to be honest, I shoot with my XT, all my cameras, I shoot with my XT4 the most. It's just, that's what I know. Yeah. I do. I love the fact that you can hide the the LCD screen if you want. And Oh, yeah, I do. I like that. I, I do that I, often, I often hide it. It's just because I love having that extra grip on the um uh, on the side like if if that lcd screen is totally covered it like flipped uh I never thought of that. man that real estate for your thumb you could stretch out and <laughs> it's so you have bigger uh, hands too i have bigger hands uh, like oftentimes uh i have to um get a l bracket just to have that extra grip um, I, I've had to do that with the the other XT series. The XT one definitely needed it. XT two, XT three, and then yeah, that, that's the reason I got the better grips. I mean, yeah. for for the ability to shoot longer, but really primarily so that my hand didn't die. But the XT uh, X Pro three was the first camera that I didn't need to buy uh, L bracket with it because. Uh, with, with that LCD screen uh, hidden, I'm able to just really expand with that thumb. 
And it's, it's like holding a film camera again. So like what, what you said before, you know, I treated it like my film camera. I, I also treated it like my film camera and just that, that grip is so there's just something uh, like cathartic about having to be able to have a wide grip on that uh, camera. That, that. Yeah, I never thought about that. I never ever thought about that. That you know, th- that screen not being there allowed me to really wrap my hands around the camera. Yeah, because I don't, I don't need a, um, I don't have an extra grip or anything like that. I'm gonna get a thumb rest for it, but besides that, I don't. But you, I, I, I didn't even think you need it with the with X Pro Three. I've tried it with other cameras, but it always gave me that off balance feeling that it was mm. the camera still felt off center covering yeah, the LCD screen. And- you don't have to worry about that. And, and then all of a sudden it, you're, you're in harmony. Yeah. I never thought about that. So yeah. Cause when I think about it with my XT four and with my, uh, H two S I do use it with the LCD away. Yeah. Or like the only time I have the LCD on is like if I'm doing a low angle and I have it flipped out. Yep. And I try not to chirp too much. And if I am chirping or uh, for the people who don't know what chirping is, if you're like taking a picture, looking at the screen, taking a picture, looking at the screen, I feel like you miss moments like that. So what I do sometimes is I'll chirp inside the, you know, just have my head up and look in there real quick and just go right into the next Cause that's what I would do on the dance floor of a wedding. Cause we can all be honest, like the autofocus wasn't the greatest earlier on. So yeah. what I would do is just shoot and keep the camera up there. It'd be like a whole 20 minute period where my arms never come down to my waist. <laughs> I, I hear you. you. You keep it up there and uh, just, just hope for the best. Hope for uh, the best. Yeah. Uh, but like, man, if there was only one thing, to improve on the, the X Pro Three, I would say give it the good battery uh, of the XT Four and, and the Five. Um, I love that battery, and rather than making that changing out that uh, LCD screen, keep it the way it is, but at the very base of it, turn it into a flippy screen. So you're you're still opening it the same way, but have that option to flip the screen around. So that way, mm. you hold the camera up, you get to see what's going on. And if you're holding it down below the waist, you get to see what's going on. No, agree. Agree. Because it should still be a video. It should still be a viable video option. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't, because you don't want to, I mean, if you're a camera company, of course, you do want to got to go buy another camera to do video. But, uh, you know, you shouldn't have to have to go go get this or that to, 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 to use it, but I get it. But they're, uh, I like what Fuji is doing and you can see with the XT five, they're, they're like, Hey, if you want video, we have that over there. And if you want to do stills, this is where you need to be. So yes. I get, I get it. And you get to still do it here too. It's, yeah. it's here, but if you really want to do it, yeah. So that's what I mean. Yeah. Yep. Because the X, because the X Pro, it shoots in 4K. Does it shoot 4K? I don't, yes. I don't know. It does. Yeah, it was so, a yeah. pretty decent uh, video camera. You know what else was a good ca- uh, video camera was uh, 
the X100V. That one has... Oh, it is a really good video camera. Yeah. It's really it's good. And its own ND filters and everything. That was... Yeah, it's a lot of people didn't... But because of how small it is, so much micro jitters. So much. Yes. And even yeah. with... Uh, um, even with a... What, what is it called? A gimbal. I, I still had a very a, tiny... A lot of micro... It had a lot of jitters yeah. still in there? Hmm, I never bit. tried it on a gimbal. I tried it in hand, and I was like, okay. Like, I would do, like, left to right pans, and it'd still be pretty good, but every breath you took, it's going to wiggle. <laughs> you're, you're gonna I, always, it, so. I always... you when, when, when I had it, uh, I used it for B-roll only. Mm. Oh, you, you sold your 100V? What? Yeah. Ah. I did. Yeah. And, and I did it before... Did you do it before the hype? Before the hype, yeah. I gave it a good home. I uh, one of the listeners um, bought it from me, and I I get periodic updates about what he's uh, photographed. And goddamn, he's an amazing photographer. (laughs) Let's talk. Let's talk about that. So, um, we, you know, as a a collaborator, I mean, as a creator, we we have uh, some communication with people from. Fuji and I let the person know. I said, "Hey, the hype beasts have gotten your camera, and I don't know what you guys plan on doing or what's going to happen. Um, it's going to be really hard to get this camera for your day to day person." Um, and she was, uh, they were like, "Ah, uh, yeah, you know, okay, yeah." I, I don't think they understood what I was saying because I saw it. Like one day, I got on TikTok and on Twitter, and um, I was like, "Yeah." the internet has gotten a hold of this thing. This thing is no longer going to be uh, accessible for the day-to-day person. I mean, it still is. There's still shops out there that have them. You just got to do a deep dive to find it. I I think as much as I love Fujifilm, I think they are absolutely dropping the ball on, uh, on, on taking advantage of the hype. It, mm. it is. This is... Do you remember? Uh, let me ask you this: What was your first uh, um, X uh, Fuji camera? It was the XT two, and they sold out of that too. Yeah. Do you remember classic Chrome becoming a thing for for uh, cameras? Yeah, that was like such a big hype for that film simulation. And people were just over the moon elated that it was going to be retroactive for like the XE models, the, the old XE models, the, the oh, X models. Uh... And, and it went as far back as the, I, I think the X100S uh, was able to handle it. Um, I don't mm-hmm. recall if it was available for the original X100, but I mean, it was, they, they, did some amazing firmware. I mean, that's where the whole Kaizen thing came from. Kaizen, I, yeah, that's the phrase. And now you're not seeing that as much, at least with the film simulation. You're still seeing uh, firmware updates with improvements to autofocus and you know things like that. But they're no longer sharing the 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 film simulations, and with the X100 being such a uh, a, a camera that you can't get a hold of anymore. 
this is the time to speak up and say, hey, the X100 quality, that, that sensor is in all the other cameras. You, what mm-hmm. you were able to get with the X100, you can get with the XE4. You can get it with the X-Pro3. You can get it with the... Um, with uh, the XT series, you know, that, and, and then if it's possible, just make those film simulations available, show them what the other Fujifilm cameras are capable of. And, and you know, if you, if you share that, you know, people are just going to fall in love with it and, and keep upgrading from there. And I don't think they need to be, uh, as marketing cautious as they are right now, I I, I think it, it you know the, the the rising tide will raise all their camera ships potentially. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying the hype around the camera because it's bringing like new people and new shooters. Yeah, into the whole thing. So like, the, and it's cool to see because you know people are like, okay, this is the camera to get so that you know if you want to be a great photographer. I mean, it's that's not necessarily the thing, but for a while it was all these uh, Sony cameras that people were. Oh, if you get a Sony A seven RS three five eight, you know, yeah, you're gonna take the best photos, and that's not the case. And I love that people, are, you know. But it's just cool that people are coming into photography at a higher level entry point, you know, because most people, when they come in, they're like, all right, I'm going to buy the little kit set, 600 bucks, and they don't get anything good and they get frustrated and then they get out of there. Yeah. So now you're getting all these newbies and they're getting like pretty much a professional camera. Yeah, it's $12.99. Was it 13, 12, 13? I'm not sure. Uh, 13, 14. Uh, yeah, something like that. I mean, haven't been able to okay. haven't been able to buy one anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So yeah, so you're getting all these guys coming in, ready to go, you know. And I really like that. That's that's the you know nature of everything that's going on. That's really cool to me. Yes, and and again, it's 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 more revenue in Fujifilm's coffers, which is awesome. Uh, that'll just go to hopefully <laughs> the next version. Uh, knock on wood. Hello, Fuji lovers. It's Stephanie here, managing editor of Fuji Love magazine. And I just wanted to pop in to give you a little preview of some of what you can expect from the January issue of the magazine that's just dropped. Our beautiful cover image for this month has been provided to us by Emily Endine, who brings us this month's photo essay, which gives us a glimpse into a personal project that she's been working on since the first lockdown of 2020 called People of the Ocean, a series of portraits of people who are united by their love of the sea. In Takekayo's latest instalment of Take's Corner, he takes a look at the X-T5 and considers why it's such an important camera in the Fujifilm X-Series lineup. In addition to two feature articles, this month's interview and our From the Feed features, we also have Valérie Jardin kicking us off with a brand new six-part series where Valérie will take us behind the scenes of some of her favourite photographs, giving us a look at her creative brain and sharing with us her creative process for taking each one. 
And of course, we also have our Gear Talk supplement included to round off the issue, packed full of tips, tricks, and all things Fujifilm gear. If you're not yet subscribed to the magazine, head to fujilovemag.com to sign up today. So with, uh, let, let's rewind the clock a little bit. Uh, when when did you when did you first realize that photography was uh, your career? Like, how how did you get started with photography? What drew you to the the, the this way? <laughs> so um, I initially started. Re- so I've always been. I'm the oldest. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I was the designated camera holder back in the film days. So I just took film. I mean, took photos, and I got into it. Nice. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. You know, with the art of it, I just loved the aspect of uh, locking in memories. Okay. Yes. So my last year of college football, I played at University of Houston. We're traveling to all these places, and I had, you know, had a not a roommate, but a friend who had a DLSR, and I shot with it. I was like, oh, my God, I love this camera. And then I met, uh, his name was Doss Tidwell. May his soul rest in peace. I met him. He was a great photographer. And I met Collins Matu. So I kind of just, through the, all of them, got a interest in photography. Um, got my own camera. So we're traveling to all these places that a lot of these places aren't even there anymore because, I mean, I'm 37. So that's almost 15 years ago. Yeah. college football so some of the stuff is not even there and I just was like alright let me take photos of me and all my friends and I was doing that then I got into it after I finished football I didn't necessarily graduate um, I was just taking photos at different events and things like this and graduations just poking around while having a part time job then I finally got my degree and once I got my degree I just don't want to sound all biblical and everything, but I pretty much got down and prayed and was like, hey, if I'm going to do photography, you got to make it like painfully obvious or I'm going to go do this other thing with my degree. What was your degree? Hey, um, sports admin, kinesiology. I was going to teach and then go into administration. So, right. On. Yeah. So uh, I had my certification. I was subbing, doing everything I was supposed to do, but photography just picked up and that's what I've been doing since then. So now as a recent, I'm trying to just shoot more things that I like to shoot versus just shooting for money. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Totally. I've, I've realized that if I just shoot for money, I won't do this much longer. Yeah. What kind of, sh- what, what, what was that inspiration that, that, that came to you that showed you that like, was it, um, could, because for me, um, well, uh, enough about me. Like, what, what was that, that that turning point for you? Um, the the to to get you to to kind of change that way. Yeah, it started getting a little more. Uh, I went I I went from being the fifty hundred dollar guy to a couple hundred here and a couple hundred there and. Um, once that started happening, I just said, okay, if I'm going to do this photography thing. And I just doubled down on all my equipment. Yeah. I just kept buying equipment. Kept So I just, because at first I was in Nikon. So I went from the D80 to the D90, from the D90 to D, 
um, 300, then the 800, then the D80. And I kind of was just nickel and diming it with the lenses. And then eventually when I really was like, all right, I'm going to do this. So I started buying the 70 to 200, the 24 to 70, the Prime 85 from Nikon, the Prime 35 from Nikon. Uh, both both of my cameras had Nikon flashes. So I just literally every dime I made, I was buying more equipment because I was like, yeah. okay, this is what I'm going to do. Um, hated the autofocus in Nikon shot with the X-T1, and I said, oh, man, I like the idea of this. I mean, the, it's kind of slow, but if the X-T2 is faster, I'm going to switch. Yeah. Uh, shot with the X-T2, it was it – was, I, I, I tell people I that the, it was 100 times faster, yep. 100% faster than the X-T1. So I was like, okay, I can work with this. I can do – I can use this to continue to make a living. And I was able to sell all my uh, Nikon stuff and get all the Fuji stuff that I needed, literally, on one swoop. Because, I mean, the price is, you know, not comparable. It's Nikon stuff is crazy. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. that, it, you're, you're getting it at that moment where you're, you're st- none of that stuff has dropped in uh, value yet. At all, yeah. So it still hasn't dropped in value. But uh, so I'm just in that phase right there and – you know, I'm able, I have my first daughter's born, uh, married, and all those things. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm really going to buckle down. And ever since then, it's been able to provide a, a, you know, a life for us. And I'm, you know, really grateful for it. But, uh, you know, once you kind of cool down off of the trying to make money thing, you start like, okay, what is my real purpose? What is my, what am I doing here? You know, yeah. if I'm just doing this to make money, there's plenty of other things I can do to make money. Like I can go getting to this or to that. So I started thinking about that and, and it's just, just doubling down on that. So I'm enjoying things. So like the video thing, I've been working under two other videographers for the past two years. Uh, I had enough um, prowess in the city to where I could land video gigs and I wouldn't even shoot them. I would just come. Yeah, and act like I'm there and doing stuff, and literally a whole other person was shooting ninety percent of the stuff and editing it, and I would take photos and you know I would shoot some stuff. So for the past two years, I've been learning. So this is my year of like, okay, this is if I'm gonna do it, you know, video has to be in my arsenal because I'm not landing these you know big uh, commercial shoots yet. To where it's you know fifty thousand here and a hundred thousand there, and they're flying me all across the country. So I got to supplement this with video. So I'm enjoying the process. It's fun. It's a learning thing for me. Yeah, that's amazing. That is awesome. And I I I wish you so much success because again, your your stills work is phenomenal, and I haven't even seen your your video work yet. No one has. <laughs> I'm I'm still in that phase where I'm like, uh, nah. But anybody's like, I want to see it. I'm like, ah, uh, nah. But seeing your seeing your stills makes I already know that you can tell an amazing story just from mm. your stills. I mean, it's it's plainly obvious. I mean, because you're showing it to everybody. Um, yeah. So I, I have nothing but faith in, in your video work that you'd be able to 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 just nail it and, and run with it. Appreciate it. 
appreciate it. And I, I'm still, you know, trying to get bigger and better in the commercial world where I'm building out sets and figuring out, you know, how to convey messages and uh, stories and thoughts through, you know, photography um, and, you know, to convey emotions through photography. So it's just, I'm learning. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty, I won't say I'm novice, but I'm novice because this thing that we do photography, you can do this for 40 years and not know everything. Oh my God. You like can get, there's always going to be something to learn. The, the, the more I learn, the more I realize that uh, how much I don't know still. And so, yeah. Uh, so in, in that respect, I, I get what you're saying. Cause I look at your work. I don't see novice at all. Uh, it's, 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 it's not, but I, I know where your mindset is at too, uh, because I, 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 I'm always scrutinizing uh, my work and I, I feel like I could do better. And, and so, so I see what you're, you're getting at. Um, but I, I, I mean, in my eyes, uh, I, I, I see a master. So <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, my I'm, I'm trying to learn how to accept, uh, trying to learn how to accept compliments. I've been working. Well, when you learn, you can teach me that too. <laughs> oh man. It is the hardest. That is like, it's like, you're it's like, rough. You do this. I'm like, thanks. Uh, if only you could see all the uh, 600 before that one, <laughs> you wouldn't say that then, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, so let, let's, we're, uh, with the amount of time that we have left, you are uh, officially a, a Fuji X creator. Um, what mm-hmm. has that meant to you uh, w- with your career? I, I see that everybody gets to uh to to like their either fujifilm x creator or or x photographer status in very different ways how how is it that you were able to uh get that and what is that meant for you uh with with your career so uh they opened up the books um during the pandemic and um what was it Sorry, George Floyd. I'm not know if, if all your listeners are familiar with them, and I'm not going to go into the politics and everything. So, uh, but yeah, around George Floyd and COVID, they you know Fuji's that made a uh, conscious effort to make sure that they're giving everybody ample opportunities. So yes. they opened it up and they they brought in um, some photographers of uh, color. So. It wasn't just it wasn't just a let's go find black photographer rush. It was men, women, and of all shapes, sizes, makes, and you know crates. So they yes. and it wasn't specifically for us. It was just like, hey, we need to do a better thing of because how can I explain? It? Photography has kind of like been an old boy group. Like, hey, if you're in this group, you're in here. But they just kind of didn't gatekeep and gave us opportunities, you know, um, being an ex, uh, photographer or, or a creator, it's, it ha it's helped, but it's not necessarily done any, it hasn't opened any doors and anything like that. It's just a thing that you leverage. You understand? Yeah. You know, so like say if you want to, uh, if you're, uh, 
photo, you you enter a photo uh, contest and you win it, that would be something that you leverage. So it's not like, hey, I can go to Pro Photo and say, I'm a ex photographer, so I want to be a proto Pro Photo ambassador. Give me gear. It's no, it's not going to be that. You can just, you know, in in your pursuit of uh, Pro Photo and trying to work with them or do something with them, you can leverage that. Hey, I am a ex creator. You know, a brand already trusts me. You understand? Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily say, you know, photographer A and photographer B, because I'm photographer B with the ex creator, I'm going to automatically get it. No, that's not the case at all. Because there's some of us, I mean, but I won't say none of us, all of us are working, but yes. some of us are on different levels than others. Like some of my peers are like crushing it doing crazy commercial work. And then some of us are just still shooting, you know, weddings of individuals and things like that. It ranges, but I think everybody's a badass in their own right. There's nobody who's not like, who doesn't deserve to be here at all. There's none of, everybody's good. Like I had to do like a left and right, you know, like, do I belong here? (laughs) Oh, I, I, I mean, obvious answer is yes but i i get what you're saying and being do, do you feel that there's a a community uh in, in that um huge creatorship huge like- huge we're all we all i went to new york i literally picked up the phone two creators just took me all around new york that's amazing well they when they come to if they come to houston i've already told them like i just let me know two days in advance i'm gonna stop what i'm doing whatever you guys need because that's what it is uh i went to atlanta met some folks in atlanta um this is just it's like an understood brotherhood because you know this thing photography is not easy yeah and a lot of people aren't um how can i say forefront with friendships that's been like my biggest thing i'm very open if you you can ask anybody from my city. If you have a question, I will answer to my best of knowledge. I'm not a guy who's not going to tell you what I know. Um, and I feel like in the Fujifilm community, that's just the general status and stasis of what we do here. And that's always been a great feeling, just that sense of community uh, among, whether you're in a Facebook group or if you're in like uh um, any kind of all, all the way to Flickr. Yeah, even in the Flickr days, the guys were like, "Cool." It just—it's no one. It was never like you could put a bad photo in there, and it wasn't like someone's gonna run down your neck and say this is a horrible photo. There's other groups where you like I've been it because I Flickr time was Nikon. I would go in there and they would run down your neck because of a bad photo they would like oh my god what are you doing here it's overexposed or did it you know and it's like yeah that's not necessarily like if the person's not asking for it that's not necessarily what they're looking for you know everybody started somewhere totally and the other thing that i appreciate with uh the fujifilm community is that i i, I feel like fujifilm is treated as the underdog still just because we're, we don't have an, we don't have a full frame option, which, which is, is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's 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 such a stupid thing to um, to 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 complain about. And yeah, but I mean, listen, 
it's 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 allowed us to kind of be our own thing and, and among uh Fujifilm creators uh whether you're official or unofficial we we are not looking at a photo as though you know we're pixel peeping and doing anything on a technical level we're not complaining about that we're looking at the image as an image a, a, a true work of art i, I feel mm-hmm. yeah what story are you telling or what are you trying to convey or yeah what moment are you capturing we're looking at it like a, as the purpose of a camera yes you know not what are you yeah like you said what art did you create now or or how technical were you? Did you know? Did you did you use a, a HSS uh, and shoot at one point four, and your and your 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 flash is at one over this? And no, it's not all about that over here in our camp. We got guys that are like that, um, but you can also just take a picture of a, a dilapidated car at an you know very interesting angle angle. Sorry, and some will, you know people will appreciate that. Yeah. And then I'll just drool over the film simulation all over again. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Damn it. You so did. what's your, what's your, so what's your, so uh, nostalgic neg is your go-to? That, that is my obsession. Uh, like if, every other episode I've been mentioning. It. <laughs> uh, when I'm telling you, when I shoot portraits, it's like, that's what, Hey, Hey, this is what we're shooting in. I fell we're going to go from there. It. I fell in love with it with uh, with uh, what's it called the the GFX series, and then I was told that it's not able to be moved to the X series because of some technical mumbo jumbo, and then the XH series comes along, and there it is, nostalgic neg. I'm like, no more excuses. God damn it, I want to see this on every camera. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what it looks like in video. I just haven't had a chance to mess with it yet. I. Oh my god! I, you know what? I, I've never even thought of to use it on video. Yeah, because I just like what it does um, with the shadows and with the skin tones. I just like what it does. It is just... in the shadows. It's very soft and playful, and then um, with the skin tones, they're very warm, and it makes all the colors pop. It's, a, it's the best. It's the best sim. Classic Chrome in that. That's what it is. Yeah, especially in the fall. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Now checking negative yeah. in the fall is just amazing. I I don't know if it's if it's possible to get as close to that uh, Kodachrome sixty four as possible. I think that would be like the ideal goal uh, that that people like wishful thinking, I guess. Um, yeah, that's that's the that's the film sim color chrome and then uh, bright summer. That's pretty much all I shoot. With yeah, my uh, X Pro. So if it's a warmer day, I'm doing uh, the bright summer. If it's a cooler day, I'm doing the color chrome. Yeah, and I shoot between the two. I enjoy it. It's fun. It is and just being able to to kind of mess around with your own film sim creations is just amazing. Um, yeah. I, I kind of wonder if, uh, you can create, and somebody out there will probably let me know if somebody knows this 
fujilafeedback at gmail.com because I'm curious. Can you do a film simulation where you adjust the white balance enough to make it look like that uh, infrared air chrome, I think it is? I think they. I've seen that. Well, you I, think it's on the, I think it's on there. Yeah, it's, it's on there. But I think it's only the Pro, the TX, uh, the fourth edition. I don't, I don't know about the five, but I think you can do it. I've seen it, or I'm pretty sure that there were some like reddish leaves and things like that. I'm pretty sure you can do that. All right, uh, that's that's my next thing to do after this uh, uh, after this day. <laughs> my screen went to sleep. I would look it up right now, but uh, let me see. Fuji X Weekly, I'm like on there every day. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I mean, yeah, that's an easy thing to subscribe to. Oh, yeah. That guy's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Man, who is it? They're, 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 uh, they're killing it. I wish they would make some more uh, GFX recipes, like a good porta for it. Uh, man, I would shoot with that all day. Have to give it a try. Make your own and then submit. Yeah, I've been trying. I've been trying. I've been trying. <laughs> I've tried trying. to make a few uh, of my own too, and it's it's that's a difficult thing. I I don't know if I have the eye for it, um, but man, yeah, they're, that, they're amazing. Everybody says I have the eye for for uh, colors, and I just don't. I guess as I look at my stuff over time, I'm like, okay, I guess I gotta agree with you guys. But before, I just was like, I don't see what you guys are talking about. <laughs> right on. Is but, it uh, bypass? I can't find it. But that's it's okay. there. I've seen it. Like I've seen it. I'll find it, and I will. I, I'll send you my first samples. How about that? Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll take right it. on, Fred. Man, it's been awesome talking to you. I could. I could probably do this for another two hours or so. Uh, we definitely have to have you back on the show. Uh, yeah, I would love to. Right on. Uh, in the meantime, why don't you tell the world where they can find you on the web? Hey, guys. Once again, uh, Fred Ago, a.k.a. Fuji Fred, Houston-based. Um, you can find me on Instagram at, at Fred, A-G-H-O. I'm also on Twitter at Fred, A-G-H-O, underscore. Uh, I have a TikTok. Same thing. I just try to keep it pretty simple. Uh, I have two websites. We got www.fredagho.com. And then uh, if you want to get into the artsy-fartsy stuff, you're at www.fujifred.com. You can DM me, email me, reach out however. I will respond. It's all about community. Uh, Thank you for your time. Yeah. (laughs) Right on, man. Uh, Again, Definitely have to have you back, man. You're 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 so much fun to talk to, and uh, until next. Unless my time. wife would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. All right. Cool. Thank you for having me out, man. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I hope to see you back next week. I wanted to also mention one more time that this is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X-Series and GFX, head on over to fujilove.com. Subscribe today. And my name is Mark Sadowski. 
You can find me on Instagram or Twitter, mostly Instagram though. I'm at Mark Sadowski. That's Mark with a C. And you can also check out my other podcast, X Mark. It's a Fujifilm-esque kind of show where it's more spice of life and pretty infrequent. But if you want more of my voice, that's the place to check it out. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon. Thank you.